today on the Pepsi Boys. Uh, I'm a throat hit guy. Oh, God definitely loves co- likes Coke over Pepsi. Absolutely. You know, no one wants a soda that, like, gets stuck in your throat. I'm, I'm fairly confident that electrolytes are made up. This and more. Get excited. And away we go. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of The Pepsi Boys, the only podcast brave enough to discuss the bold flavors and wondrous zing of all soft drinks, sodas, and probably mostly also non-carbonated beverages. We don't want to pigeonhole ourselves. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Dean, and joining me today we have... Gabe, or Megusto Carney on Twitter. Hey, Les, also uh, Widowmaker1138. Awesome. And uh, today we're going to be discussing the sinister history of Fanta. So delicious and so sinister. Uh, well, I don't know if I would agree with the delicious. <laughs> um, it's an acquired taste. It is. It yeah. Is. It's real fake. It's real fake tasting. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll, I'll, I mean, oh, go ahead, Les. I'll forgive him on the grape. That's the one I will give him. But we all, we all know my stance already. If it doesn't have caffeine, is it even really worth drinking as a soft drink? That's just me. As we as we get into this, we'll realize that there are some governing rules of soda that we did not realize ahead of time. But one of those is soda must have caffeine. Yeah, 100%. Which uh, I'm going to flat out disagree with immediately. <laughs> um, we all have our quirks, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Well, as we discussed in our um, somewhat lost episode that we recorded kind of to get our feel for the podcast, we uh, Gabe actually live tasted the Orange Fanta because he was the only soul brave enough to venture out into the world and, and find one. And Gabe, what did you think of your Orange um, Fanta? It, 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 was, it was real weird. Um, okay, so it's not bad. It tastes like a watered-down orange. It, it tastes like if you added a ton of sugar to, like, a LaCroix. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what, I, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like it had the suggestion of orange. Um, mm. and, then, uh, and then a lot of sugar. Like, that's what I tasted most was sugar. Huh. Well, that sounds, uh, you know, actually it doesn't sound as bad as I remember it tasting. Um, I've actually got a bottle here myself of a flavor that I'm not going to reveal yet. Um, Ooh. Um, wait, but, uh, can, you do a, can you do a little open into the mic? I like hearing the sound of, of bottles opening. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want me to do it now? Yeah. All right, let me, let me see. if I don't know if it's going to even capture this. Did you guys get that? Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. that was a good one. Came through. I felt mm-hmm. that. Okay. I'm not going to try it yet because I'm afraid of it. To be honest, we gotta let it breathe, as if you yeah. know anything about soda. You have to let it breathe a little bit. Uh, fine wine, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's it's caffeine free. It says right on the bottle, so I oh. guess it's not a soda. Although it does say it's a flavored soda, so I don't know. Um, Le- anyway, Les, what would you what would you consider sodas that do not have caffeine? That's kind of a tough one. Um, I mean, I I would say. And, and this is kind of an odd one because I don't drink a lot of it, uh, but Fresca is an exception I'll make. But I think this is this is it for me. It, it needs that little bit of kick. Uh, I'm a throat hit guy, um, so you know. So whether that's a cigar or and uh, a soda, uh, whatever I'm drinking or or imbibing or if it's a vice, I want it to kick me in the throat. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Fresca is a decent one, uh, but again, I think it's the grapefruit combined with that extra heavy artificial sweetener they use at least last i checked so that's one um i can kind of forgive certain things you know like i mentioned a second ago the grape from fanta uh the strawberry from welch's which now i've got to check and see i don't know if that has that might have caffeine don't quote me on that um so yeah there's a couple out there that i would say still fit the soda category in my own personal pantheon if we ever uh, if we ever make a t-shirts or merch, uh, we're definitely putting a throat hit guy on that, <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I was like, uh, I'm thinking about that and going just. Um, I don't know. Are we gonna go blue right away? You know, it's like a throat hit. You got to get punched in the. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't guy. know if I'm, I'm, it's, I don't... it's a great it's a it's a great metaphor for like that that first hit of 
really carbonated soda. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and but I don't something about it. Like, yeah, but I don't feel like that's the caffeine. You know, like that's not what I'm. So I'm just curious about why that's your. You know, caffeine is your criteria, but then you you first thing you talk about is the throat hit. Okay, so best examples I can make, you know, and this is something I think we should spend more time on in a different episode, but I'll bring it up momentarily, is, is you know, if you put A&W root beer next to Barks root beer, and, they, and it's even their tagline from Barks, Barks has bite, you know, quote unquote, that bites the throat hit I'm talking about. Um, let's say, you know, we'll get back to fruity sodas for a moment. So Sunkist has caffeine. Uh, other orange sodas, for the most part, do not. And if you drink a sun-kissed orange versus another orange soda you got nearby, you will notice the difference. You know, So you can A-B that stuff with a bunch of different sodas that go back and forth. And actually, for that matter, I've got to give A&W a nod because their cream soda is, I think, the only cream soda that has caffeine in it for like a major brand. But their root beer does not. And it's the opposite with Barks. As far as I recall, their cream soda does not have caffeine where A&W's does for cream soda stuff. You know, the, the, the root beer episode that's, that's coming up is, is going to be epic. That's all I'm saying. The, we, we keep coming back to root beer, and I, I get excited every time we do. It's just such a weird, a weird thing to drink. Yeah, it's so old school of a concept, but now it's been reworked to this uh, you know, refined, perfected, very corporate version of things um, where you know, obviously it came from literally being a root beer. You know, like a birch beer or a root beer, you know, all those are literally like old extracts from trees and shit, you know, Genshin and stuff like that too, I would imagine. I don't really know all the old recipes off the top of my head because I'm not that kind of genius, but, you know. It's coming. That, that root beer episode's coming. Yeah, and like with, with uh, Coca-Cola, we've come, you know, we've strayed so far from God with the uh, cola nut. I mean, that's not even a, <laughs> there's not even like the suggestion of that in, in soda anymore. I, I like to think that Coca-Cola was invented on the seventh day that God rested when he made the world. <laughs> I mean, the world kind of revolves around Coke, so, I mean... So, Gabe, are you trying to say God likes Coke? Oh, God definitely loves co- okay. Like Coke okay. over Pepsi. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because okay. God is like an extension of Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is Coke. Or Santa Claus is an extension of God. I don't. I don't know quite. It's the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. One of them Santa. One's Jesus. One's God. <laughs> one of them Santa. <laughs> yeah, I think that's correct. Welcome to uh, welcome to the religious section of the podcast. Yeah, well, you know the uh, one of our competitors, the the good parts of the Bible, the Jeff and oh, Chris right. Murphy podcast. We're we're coming mm-hmm. for you, boys. We can get. <laughs> we want to get to the Easter Bunny. <laughs> I wonder what um, kind of soda the Easter Bunny would drink. Yeah, we could talk uh, about that some other time. Sure. That's definitely. You know, when we get to when we get to springtime, it's happening. We're yeah. Gonna get, oh, we're yeah. gonna have a whole I'm Easter in. episode. I'm in. <laughs> Which soda would Jesus resurrect for? Oh mm. yeah, that's a good question. Pepsi Blue. <laughs> yes, he would. Pepsi Blue. It's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not talking the one that we found from you know other other districts and markets. I'm talking like the OG American. Uh. New with the metal. theme song, of course. Theme, with the theme song. With the yeah, theme song yeah, from yeah, he'd be Seth. walking into that, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like would. WWE style. Here we go. Jesus and Pepsi oh, Blue. Uh, I can't wait to get to that episode either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. But Dean. Yeah. That's stuff for us. Yeah, so we were, we were talking a bit about Coke. Um, and uh, Fanta is a Coke product. And it always has been, even though it also kind of hasn't. In. So Fanta today is is mostly recognizable for its colorful dancing ladies and catchy Latin American tunes. I mean the Juana Fanta commercials. I think most of us can remember from like the I don't even know when that was mid nineties late nineties. Yeah, early. you're talking like the surfboard getting towed behind the boat jet ski kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, and and uh, um, like we were talking about earlier, orange is probably the most recognizable flavor. Um, but Fanta comes in, I think, you know, multiple dozens of flavors depending on where you are. Um, like I just happened across a flavor in a store that I had never seen before, um, Pina Colada. I won't stretch it out anymore. Um, Pina Colada Fanta, which I did not know existed. Um, so at one point I'll be cracking that open to try it. Well, I already cracked it open, but I'll try it later. So is 
is pina colada uh, we get and, and you can tell us when it's different it's got to be different than like pineapple because it's like it's like it's like the it's like the oh yeah uh, it's coconut and pineapple but yeah so i mean one of the things uh fanta's huge in uh south america notably like brazil so i think a lot of the um vibes of those commercials and everything were kind of based on fanta being so big in south america but that's not where it started uh fanta actually was born in germany uh and to be more specific nazi germany bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah um always it always goes back to the nazis in one way or another um <laughs> oh, <God>. so <laughs> I, I don't know. Right. I'm not sure how to respond uh, there, but yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Why does it always go like? Why does it always go back to Nazis? Well, because they just dabbled in so much. They were real dabblers, you know. Like they had like the occult. The they had. I think that uh, if I could interject, if I could I think I think the term you're looking for is empire builders. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know, not you know. Uh, that's that. That's that's. Yeah, and you're right. They they did reach out to. Uh, I mean. It's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm probably going to cancel for saying this, but it's kind of like, you know, a lot of our activities now from here in the States. You know, it's just this constant reaching out and just, uh, this is it. You know, it's they're, they're the best. So, of course, they're going to have their fingers in everything. Yeah, that's right, you know, America. We're especially that era. Well, I wouldn't say that. Oh, we're not coming <laughs> for you, America? Okay. Um no, I totally agree. I mean, the Nazis were uh, the were unequivocally monsters, and uh, you know, I don't even I, I hesitated to even pick this topic, but to me, it was pretty interesting, just because of its history is so strange. This soda, I mean, well, and it's so like it's so like upbeat and peppy. Like I think Fanta, and I immediately think back to those those ads. What I do not think is Nazi Germany, or yeah, right, or even Germany. You know what I mean? No, not at all. I mean, you don't think of, like, a war-torn, like, you know, factory that, like, rattles, the windows are rattling with artillery, and there's, like, propaganda pasted to the walls. I mean, that's not the picture that Fanta gives. I mean, nothing about it is at all European, even. Um, but I, I do think that you can boil down the, the connection to the evil just by the fact that all 70 flavors of Fanta... Do not have caffeine. <laughs> Definitely none of them were throat hit guys. None of them. <laughs> well, not in the soda realm anyway, but otherwise, yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about this a little bit more in depth. So Coca-Cola in the late 1930s already had dozens of countries producing this stuff. Um, and the way that Coke worked back then and still operates now is essentially they provide the syrup canisters that they make in the U.S., um, while each country supplies its own sugar. So that's why, like, Mexican Coke is different than American Coke and, and like, Japanese Coke, so, you know, because they still use sugar. We've decided in America to use high-fructose corn syrup. You know, for healthy reasons. Yes, absolutely. It's made out of vegetables, um, corn, so it has to be good for you. Does that go back to the corn lobby, though? Because you know I'm going to ask the, the, the question on that kind of thing. <laughs> Big corn. Yeah, big corn. big corn. I mean, that's that's why we have high fructose corn syrup instead of actual cane sugar. If yeah. I understand correctly, it, it, I can't I can't imagine Coke uh, not doing something like just just left of on 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 like you know good. You know what I mean? Like mm. like if there's if there's if there's something that's like marginally wrong, Coke definitely did it, right? Oh, oh yeah. What? Yeah. No, Coke is Coke is pure and wonderful well i mean you know coke is the best but they're also they've 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 gotten themselves linked to some really questionable stuff along the way you know the fanta thing aside i mean you know monsanto which we can spend half a year talking about that you know uh so you know that's that's the caffeine thing again you know i'm guilty of it because i love caffeine in my soft drinks but i know that is only there because of monsanto period well you know so coke was doing business with germany um, and they still continue to do it as the Nazis took over Germany. They had, much like most industry in the United States, um, it had no trouble doing business with the Nazis. I mean, we had the, the Olympics in Berlin, 
um coke was like a big advertiser at the nazi you know the same you know the same place where there was the like iron eagle and the the swastika flag there was the coke logo so it wasn't until um you know like days i think days after pearl harbor uh in 1941 that coke along with every other company in the united states was forced to stop doing business due to trade laws let's yeah thanks thanks coke for waiting to the last possible minute to stop yeah i mean that's the thing we were we were full-on isolationism at the time and i mean like isolationist only in terms of like conflict we were very happy doing global business with monsters um and by 1941, there was still there was plenty of evidence that Germany was a monstrous, you know, the Nazis were a monstrous group. Um, so Fanta was created out of necessity. Um, Coca-Cola had to just pull out of Germany. So there's this big factory uh, left behind. And uh, Max Kite, it's spelled Keith, but pronounced Kite um was the like head of coca-cola germany he didn't want to lose his job um and so he kind of quickly pivoted to making a new drink um when it came to naming it he told his designers to search their imaginations um fanta which is you know short for the german word for imagination caught on i mean uh wow really yeah i mean very imaginative it's it's fanta in name is german which is interesting <laughs> wait that, that's how far their imagination went is like use your imagination what about fanta yeah you know? and then yeah. they're like boom done yeah well you know they were hard pressed for time they had all these like bubbles just sitting around that's how i imagine uh, a soda factory is that there's just like we got all these bubbles it's gonna go flat unless we do something with it I... We got to do something with these bubbles, or they're not going to get into soft drink. Yeah, well, they'll they'll just float away or whatever. Um, so, so they um, made Fanta with limited resources. They did not have the recipe for Coke. Nobody does. It's like embedded in one guy's skull, I think, and then in a the like deepest safe in the world and hidden beneath it's uh it's concrete. somewhere in georgia i think right probably yeah i mean probably atlanta, atlanta. um so they they may do with what they had which happened to be disgusting uh byproducts of other industries so they made it mostly with like apple cider and cheese byproducts so Ooh. when they would like press apples to make cider they would get like the mash which was mostly deprived of the apple juice itself, but you could still squeeze some out of it. And uh, they also used whey. Everyone's like favorite the... part of the apple is the skin, right? Yeah, yeah, the skin and then just the flavorless flesh. That's where the flavor is. I love the stem. Yeah, yeah, it's all the all the healthy stuffs there. Um, but yeah, and also whey, like cheese whey byproduct it sounds disgusting um fanta was originally uh like caramel colored it was like a brownish cloudy beverage um it probably varied in taste like depending you know it it wasn't nearly as controlled an environment as um coca-cola or anything would be now um so I, you know, there's there's little about what this Fanta tasted like, even though um, a lot of it was produced. Uh, it probably tasted pretty bad. That's what everyone says. And it looks it looked gross. I mean, just thinking of the image of this sort of just cloudy brown kind of bubbly drink with like i just imagine like floating fibers of whey in it like this white like it's just nothing about it is appealing like floating i don't want my fibers of whey yeah i don't want you know no one wants a soda that like gets stuck in your throat like you don't want like i just can't imagine i mean i'm sure they filtered everything out but like as i was doing this research all i could imagine was that it was just had 
chunks in it essentially <laughs> which um you know and and there really isn't much of an account of it that i can find of, of anyone saying like yeah it was shit or it was delicious but um owed to the desire of german and other axis powers um for some kind of soda fanta was really successful um even as the axis was kind of falling and fading in power uh fanta just kept on chugging along so even like even as germany was you know even as the soviets and the united states were closing in on berlin they were making fanta uh and i'd like to see like i'd like to just see like a bunch of like germans just like you know just slamming in the, the the fanta factory as you know like you know um all of the allied forces are just encroaching on this factory yeah it, it um more likely it was um chinese workers that were very underpaid i think that's something i read was that that's largely who worked in these factories oh good i, I was i was afraid it was afraid it was going to be like more terrible great <laughs> yeah 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 no even more calamity you know even more <laughs> awful shit um so kite the head of coca-cola now of fanta he no doubt was in league with the nazis I mean, he, you can't do business in Nazi Germany without, you know, grease in the palms and putting up with their horrible bureaucracy of evil. Um, but, I mean, this book that I, I have, um, oh, it's called, like, For God, Country, and Coca-Cola. The author talks about Kite as, like, a man who valued business and profits over ideology i mean how do you know i don't know what was in this dude's head as he was going through it but i mean you have to imagine he probably put up with some some awful shit and uh probably enabled and, and could have committed a lot of it he had free reign as a, a german man in, in business so once the war ended and germany you know conceded the war uh kite was actually made head of coca-cola europe so he went on after this to keep working um he gave all of the profits that they had made to coca-cola like anything left that the germans um didn't spend or whatever they were hoarding a lot of money i think at the time so he gave it back to coca-cola even though coke was technically not doing business then he was a company man and uh you know whether he had a choice i doubt i kind of like to think of like a mini nuremberg trial just for like the soda company where they're just like asking him all these questions about what he did during that time i mean there's there's just not a lot no one wants to talk about it and i don't blame them yeah and i mean i'm sure he doesn't either because it would make him look bad because no one came out of germany looking good that was an, that was at all affiliated with Nazis. You know, something that's catching my attention here with everything you've said so far, Dean, is that it, this is this is a very similar origin story. Besides, of course, the Nazi note, but you know, to all the other sodas that came up through, all the ones that survived. You know, not quite the same era, but if you look back at you know, let's say Coca-Cola or you know, like I mentioned, root beer earlier in the episode, Moxie which is like, you know, a, a couple counties away from me is the home base of where Moxie was originally made. And it's, it's the same thing. It's like these guys just grabbed whatever was around and tried to make it something saleable. It's like you know, when they didn't have a way to, to get a good elixir out <laughs> through the barker, yeah. you know? Yeah, so interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with a lot of, you know, any business is you got to play game, you got to play ball with the big guys. And, and, you know, success is largely measured in corporate America by whether or not you get eaten up by a bigger corporation. That's the entire philosophy of like startups, um, tech startups is like your whole goal is to start this company to get swallowed up. Yeah, I think the advantage with soda companies obviously is it's a, a product you can literally grab on any shelf. Well, you know, these days you can grab on any shelf. And, you know, again, going back to my point of caffeine, it's one of those things where you kind of have that edge that you can get people to kind of stick with your product. Over here, you know, and I, I actually did a little research while we were chatting about Fanta because I was curious about why are so many other sodas made with real sugar outside the U.S. and all pretty much high fructose corn syrup here. Uh, that didn't start until 1975. So mm -hmm. that's the thing where that, the, you know, the farmers are having an issue uh, selling the harder corn and whatnot to their crops moving. They determined that they could 
separate out, essentially spin out that stuff and get it broken down into a sugar of sorts and then make it cheaper than what they could produce cane sugar at. So again, it's a, it's our particular branding here in the U.S. for if it's cheaper, let's go in that direction because it's going to make a better bottom line and more profit for the company. You know, so here we are again looking at that right in the face. You know, because I, I just checked and it seems like Fanta outside the United States pretty much is all real sugar. And that's another thing too. I know I'm a big caffeine guy, but I will make an exception for a soda that uses real sugar over corn syrup because I cannot stand the taste of corn syrup in a bare drink that doesn't have caffeine. It's just something about my tongue. Oh, and back to the whole fruity, fruity soda thing. Um, I did also look up while we've been chatting about um, a different fruity brand with Sunkist. When they got introduced in 1980 or so, uh, they immediately took over as the number one orange soda in the country because they have caffeine. Take that, Fanta. Yep. <laughs> so again, again, caffeine. Here we go. Yeah. I do love uh, that the United States is is so desperate for stimulants that we'll take it in orange soda uh, made by Sunkist. Yeah. I didn't even think that. I didn't think any orange soda had caffeine in it. I just didn't think that was really a thing. I thought that was mostly reserved for the... Uh, the caramel colored beverages but i suppose technically mountain dew is orange right like the og mountain dew is kind of an orangey flavor if i remember that is it correctly I it's know. like a I think it's like a weird like citrus uh, mountain dew is an entire episode it might be two episodes oh i the... think yeah yeah just yeah. The, should just... we should we start a new pod for that <laughs> possibly the Mountain Dew is like a is a night is a nightmare of of caffeine and flavor and decision making. Yeah, I'm not a big Mountain Dew fan, to be honest. No, no. Um, at I, least OG Mountain Dew. No one is. I, I don't think anybody is. Mm, I don't think anybody loves wrong. Mountain Dew. There are a lot of people. That love Mountain so? Dew. Okay, I don't think I don't think anybody above like I don't know sixteen loves Mountain Dew. I don't know. Let's put it out to the uh, uh, bug call slurp fam. Hey, you guys, uh, anybody have uh, Mountain Dew as their favorite drink? Uh, hit us with the hashtag. Mount, uh, hashtag Mountain Dew and then uh, hashtag Mountain Don't. Anyway, continuing our Fanta story, uh, we just left off the with, with the fall of the Nazi party and Kite becoming head of uh, Coca-Cola Europe. Um interestingly it was only about a like less than a year later that fanta stopped being produced like it kind of happened a little bit like i don't think there's not there wasn't like a a set date that it stopped production that i could find um but so coca-cola took operations back over and um it was about mm, like nine 10 years that uh 1955 that fanta resurfaced in italy as an orange soda um which is strange because italy is another axis power um i that i couldn't find anything sort of about why it would be that you know <laughs> the axis power loves fanta yeah i mean it's it's interesting that it you know i think they probably so what what I what I learned is that that Coke had the patent or or copyright or whatever it is for the name Fanta, and so when they when it came time to just roll out a new orange soda like they wanted to roll out an orange soda in Italy they were just like well we've got Fanta as a name lying around let's just do that, so Fanta is is you know essentially started in 1955 as like a totally new thing. The only thing it shared was the name, and that was just because it was convenient, um, which is interesting. Uh, that yeah, why why keep the name? Like yeah, there the, there's it's the weirdest part. <laughs> yeah, it was all. I mean, it's all you know, corporate laziness or or just ease of whatever. You had the you had your company owned that name, and you didn't have to come up with a new one or or anything like that you already had some kind of marketing like it was the name had attention like it was sold all throughout the axis powers probably mostly in europe but i'm sure italy had fanta um but you know part of me wonders if it was all just in name because in 2015 fanta had a bit of controversy 
they were celebrating their 75th anniversary and Fanta Germany aired an ad talking about its German heritage. Uh, it claimed Fanta sort of wanted to embrace the feelings of the old days and kind of return to the olden days. Um, Ooh. Which, uh, yeah, in Germany, the olden days were the Holocaust. They were, I mean, like, you know, there's no way around what the olden days were in. So are you saying the olden days were not great? Yeah, I think we could, mm. we could you know, inarguably say that that was an unpleasant time. Um, so Germany... Uh, Fanta Germany took a lot of heat for that, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, it's just such a tone-deaf thing. Um, and especially, you know, most of Germany is, is, is hyper-aware of its, of its past. I mean, you know, nobody in, in Germany doesn't know about it. I think it's very built into your education there that, that stuff was bad. I, I guess what we're trying to say is, way to go, Fanta. Yeah, yeah, that's it, really, really. You know, yeah. Fanta, we are, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's one of the things that we were kind of discussing, like, oh, okay, well, we, we came up with this idea for a soda podcast. Does it have legs? Does it have longevity? And I think the answer is yes, because, like, culturally, it's just, it it, it is tied to, like, history. It's I mean, it's weird um, to think of, you know, the first story we're talking about is, is all about how the Nazis created something out of necessity and it, it became this global product um you know it's it's i think that there's no shortage of of political uh discourse around soda and i think that's especially clear when you look at like coca-cola and monsanto and and like sugar companies in in the caribbean and, and other places like that i mean it's just human rights violations left and right it's a wonderful uh horrible evil world and uh you know if well, we ignored it it's well and it speaks to this like this this railroading of humanity um for lack of a better term like um in pursuit of like of uh of, of a like a sugar liquid um it, it, it you know like i mean the fact that like coca-cola is willing to just like quickly move on because there's there's a there's a there's a there's a customer base and an infrastructure already ready to go um that they're willing to be like hell yeah let's sell some let's sell some like you know orange sugar liquid you know what i mean like it, there's mm. the stakes in 2020 don't make a lot of sense to me anymore um with just selling sugar water you know what i mean yeah i mean it's you know it's such a profit thing you know and uh i think it's really uh you know, i had to look into this a little bit more because i i know that's it's out there to be found you know but the whole soft drink you know versus hard drink being you know alcoholic beverages and stuff that kids can't have in lots of countries and then here we go with you know things like this that it's a, it's a huge widely accessible market it taps a whole different age range um you know, than what you can do with other types of drinks that are available on the market that wouldn't be intended for kids. You know, even, and I'm talking even like coffee and stuff, not just alcohol, but even like, you know, kids usually don't like coffee really, you know, I remember but, as a kid. But it's, but to your point, like, like, I mean, like we're not, we're not shielding, you know, like you don't give alcohol to children under, you know, 21 quote unquote children. Um, right. But like you do give them this cacophony of other crap that will just do as much damage. Um, you know, it's you know what I mean. Like it's just this weird, like preciousness around uh, around certain. Yeah, it's it's a it's a brand loyalty. It's 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 marketing and and literally, you know, that that whole concept of brand the brain. You know, I think one of the first symbols I ever remember recognizing regularly as a child. You know, I'm talking like two, three years old. You know, was was Pepsi, Coke. You know, I knew what those were before I knew pretty much anything else. You know, I think, uh, you know. That's true for a lot of younger kids. So what happens, you know, you get your you get your first sip of soda, and you've seen the videos on YouTube. You know, you get your first sip of soda, and again, you know, I'm the throat hit guy. So that's kind of what you can see hitting these kids' faces <laughs> when they have that first sip, you know? It's like, okay, we've got caffeine, you know, over, overload of sugar or, you know, high fructose corn syrup if you're lucky to live enough in the, you know, lucky enough to live in the United States. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can see that, you know, it's it's this... It's it's the 
the the the the rush of that sweet and the usually caffeine, you know, whatever it is, and plus all the branding and the push, and you see it on TV, you see it on the T-shirt, you see it on the hat, you know, so it's in there. So, you know, I don't I don't think it's really on anyone on our side that this is a prevalent thing, and there are companies willing to sell this stuff at volume. I mean, volume. Um, you know, that's on there. That's on them. You know, uh, we're just here taking what's available. You know, if you're gonna drink water, you can have a Coke. If you honestly had to pick. Yeah. Know? Well, um, there was that popular um, tweet recently. It was like, did you guys like? When was the first time you remember drinking water as a kid or something like that? And mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of people were chiming in that I knew, and it was like, I'm, because I, you know, felt like I had grown up as a freak. Like I never drank water as a kid. Um, we had uh, a well because we live in the middle of nowhere and we had um, sulfur water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we yep. could not drink the water. And so we just didn't drink water. Um, you know, water was like not the thing. I drank everything else but water. Um, and I was uh, I was pretty glad that I wasn't the only one, um, you know, because I was very worried that I had uh, <laughs> a unique childhood shaped by my water presence but you know i I, i'm kind of on the same page you are grew up out in the middle of nowhere on a well um and again though the the water quality to a degree not so much if it was drinkable or not but just the the smell you know it's like you just didn't want to drink it you know um yeah i remember when i was younger not like uh, you know not a small child but you know usually my my grandmother would sort me out with water she wouldn't give me soda hell no um she was very against all that stuff even even when i was way way younger um you know but i remember when i was let's say early teens just before early teens if i'd go out for a mountain bike ride or something then i would bring a bottle of water because i knew i needed that my my concept in my head was if i'm sweating i need to replace that with h2o otherwise everything in my hand was always carbonated yeah, for me Always. it was uh, if I'm sweating, I need to replace that with Gatorade or Powerade, one of the aids. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, Gatorade, that was the one. Yeah, I mean, and who owns who owns Gatorade? Probably Coke. Pepsi owns Gatorade. Powerade owns uh, Pepsi owns Gatorade, so Powerade is owned by Coke. Wow. Yeah. So Pepsi yeah, right. has the wow. okay. So I was yeah, that's wild. Um, Which and, and and they've discussed like Gatorade's like Gatorade's terrible for you. Um, unless you've like, and, and I remember this playing like, so I grew up in Los Angeles. Um, and so like, I like tap water fluoride galore. Right. Um, and, uh, I remember that like the popular thing was like when we went out to play like T-ball or sports or anything, when I was little, like just pallets of Gatorade and just Gatorade, like left or right. Um, so like we were like eight or like seven or eight, we were not displacing any amount of energy that would need to be replaced by Gatorade um, that would do anything helpful. Your little bodies needed the electrolytes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we ran for like like 10 minutes. Like we maybe played the game well for like 20. Like it wasn't that hot out. It was just super dumb. I'm, I'm fairly confident that electrolytes are made up. <laughs> uh, they're just that's a hot well. take there Dean yeah well you know that's what we're here for hot takes uh, electrolytes bullshit Dean does not believe in electrolytes nope I'm going to reserve any call on that at the moment uh, I think I know the answer though I do think I know the answer and it's that I'm right I know that I can buy I know that I can buy powdered electrolytes and I'm starting to think that's just like you know powdered, powdered milk I thought they just ground up batteries <laughs> that's exactly what it is <laughs> <laughs> where do all your batteries go they go into yeah. electrolytes yeah exactly it's just a big recycling system you know yep. you dump them all off at best buy and then they turn it into gatorade and then down the toilet and then they turn it back into batteries see exactly. see it's all just a big cycle just a big cycle the circle they call that the circle of life i think i call it big electrolytes <laughs> big electrolytes yeah scam. oh yeah oh yeah yeah definitely probably monsanto's in there somewhere I'm kind of annoyed they keep putting fluoride in the electrolytes. I want my teeth to fall out, damn it. Yeah, come on. (laughs)
Okay, well, we, uh, we're kind of exhausted our Fanta discussion. Um, if you guys have any uh, thoughts on Fanta, any things to add, any corrections, be sure to tweet them at megustocarne, uh, not me. I did not do this. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> if you have anything to talk about electrolytes, uh, please uh, <laughs> send them to, um, well, Dean, actually. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we've got a segment here. It's our first segment. I'm excited. Uh, it might suck. First segment. Um, so this is going to be a real or fake, um, which the concept you're probably familiar with. Um, I'm going to give you something and it's either pretend or it's real. And, uh, uh can we do an example? Cause I'm not sure I understand the real or fake. Thing. Oh, you so son Les, of a bitch. Uh, real or fake. <laughs> Am I real or fake? No, 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 no. Uh, electrolytes, real or fake. Oh, electrolytes in particular. Um, fake. <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm going to say Jeez, uh, fake. If I'm getting pushed, it's fake. That's correct. It's fake. Yeah, that's correct. Yep, yeah. Gabe that's made the up. Shocking. Okay. As we See. Have just See? Found out. All right. Okay. So All that's right. the concept. Um, and this particular one is going to be um, knockoff store brand soda. So there was that tweet recently, um, the of all the like different Dr Pepper knockoffs, and so I was inspired to uh, extend that to any like grocery store or like gas station sort of soda. Um, so I'm just going to give you the name, um, and I want you guys, there's, uh, there's 10, so it's going to be you versus, you, Les versus Gabe, and, uh, you just say your name to buzz in, and, um, uh, you tell me if it's real or fake. So we'll start with number one. It is called Dr. Perky. <laughs> Les. Yeah, Les, go ahead. That's got to be real. That's all right. That's a point for Les. That is real. Um, it's belongs to the hannaford grocery store chains which are in the northeast at least um in eastern new york where i uh, grew up they're up here too I'll, I'll, I'll go check it out tomorrow yeah dr perky okay. dr perky all right dr perky so number that sounds like a reality show on tlc <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's dr pimple popper there's like the new like your your first thought was TLC. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that's where all the weird, like that's where all the the, the crappy reality shows. It, you know, what? sorry. Sidebar. TLC used to be like about learning and like about like you know like exploring like deep topics. Now it's just like reality shows about bad surgery. It's literally what it's all about. That's educational. It teaches you not to get a bad surgery. Uh, anyway, so we'll go <laughs> on to number two. Um, Mountain Shouten. Gabe. Go ahead, Gabe. Uh, fake wrong it is real ah. it is a mountain dew ripoff from giant brand which or well i think it's just giant which is a big grocery store chain um it's a mountain it's a mountain dew ripoff i believe is it a is it a giant grocery store chain i think it's pretty big yeah <laughs> um i didn't actually <laughs> um I, I you know see and this is why i'm not sure about the electrolytes thing because my brain just stopped when you said that <laughs> So maybe I should check on those levels after all. <laughs> I gotta check, check those. You can get them as powdered. I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll pick some up with some Dr. Perky tomorrow. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Uh, number three, Fruity Cootie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, uh, Less. Yeah, go ahead, Less. I'm going to say fake there. That's a point for less. That is fake. I made it okay. up. Okay. Okay. Thank, yeah, thank God. Less is just murdering this game. Yeah. Okay. Number four, Bubba Cola. Gabe. Go ahead, Gabe. Real. I think I've had it. That's correct. It's from Save-A-Lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a, I think it's just a cola. Um rip off you know so like a, just a I, I i swear i i swear i've had it i'm i'm gonna look it up okay um number five juliet fizz less go ahead less I, i'm gonna have to say that one's f fake that's good yeah you got me you know my you know me you know my naming uh convention is just say things <laughs> Although that that's that's I I wonder what what flavor this is another poll what flavor is Juliet Fizz? I was thinking something mm. like very light and like fruity, something kind of like 
subtle and like when i was doing it i was picturing like cucumber yeah or like yeah like a sort of like a store's uh seltzer like a store brand seltzer or something that's kind of what i was thinking when i was conceptualizing yeah juliet fizz um all right number six mr pig <laughs> Gabe. Yeah, go ahead, Gabe. That's got to be fake. That has to be fake. Unless unless it's pig flavored, which I'd be excited for. Uh no, it is real. Um it oh, belongs to the uh Piggly Wiggly uh brand, which oh, is Oh, I should have known uh, that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my family's from down there. And it's a uh, it's I've so, never yep. been to a Piggly Wiggly. It's another uh it's another Dr Pepper uh ripoff. They I think those have some of the the best names. Um See, I th- I thought that was going to be like a bacon flavored soda because that's a real thing too, by the way. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. It is. So yeah. so just just yeah. a hint here. I'm going like real like, you know, mainstream soda ripoffs. Mm-hmm. Like these are based on these aren't like extravagant. Oh, these are mainstream. Yeah, these aren't like extravagant. Like these are like either Dr Pepper or Mountain Dew or whatever clones. Um, so here's uh, number seven: Sick and Twisted Citrus. And that's. Less. Go ahead, Les. I think that's right. That's true. Nope, I made it up. Oh. Okay. Oh. I I right. really want to try some of these, uh, Dean. Like I want to try Juliet Fizz, and I really want to try Sick and Twisted. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Well, you know, we could talk about this later, but I I I do I do actually work with base flavors. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Oh, so I know formulations. 20- 2022 Pepsi Boys comes out with their own soda brand. Yeah. Yeah, I just got to I just got to talk to Monsanto to get that caffeine stock built up, you know. <laughs> right. So and then immediately it, 6 months 6 months in we will sell to Coke. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and Coke. you know, by the way listeners out there, if if you if you have an in with Monsanto, let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Mr. Monsanto, we'd uh, like to talk to you. I mean, just for caffeine, no, I don't, I don't want the Agent Orange stuff or any of that at all. <laughs> None of those questionable things, the DDT, all well, set with all that. Nope, thanks. That's, well, not that's, yet. Yeah, not Yeah. I mean, I guess if it's a small enough quantity, you might be able to get a little more throat hit out of it. <laughs> throat hit. <laughs> I, 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 if, when we start ranking sodas, the one of the ranks needs to be throat hit. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, 100%. I think Juliet Fizz like, like, has a real subtle throat hit. If I had to, <laughs> very had to much so. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to number eight. Okay. Hee haw. <laughs> Dean, you're just making sounds up now. <laughs> Do you need me to repeat it? Uh, yes, please. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, one more. Hee haw. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Gabe. Go ahead, Gabe. Because it's ridiculous, I'm gonna say it's real. It is real. Uh, it's oh, it it's real. like the high V H Y V E E. Um, I guess it recently it it changed its name, so it's the name is discontinued. Um, but it's a it's a real uh, knockoff soda that was once. What's the offered. flavor? Or what's a knockoff? Um, of? you know what? I should have written that down. It is. Oh, it's Mountain Dew. Um, so now it is, it is called Hee Haw. So it's H E E E H A W. It's three E's. Um, it was a Mountain Dew flavor. It was discontinued. The name was discontinued in, in just 2018. So I considered it contemporary enough to include. So now it's called Mountain Drive and it's the High V, which is a grocery store that I haven't heard of. High V. I V. I don't think no I've heard idea. of that either. No. I guess uh, no across the Midwest it says. So, um, all right, we got two more. Oh, yeah. You know that's where they say pop, right? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Drink, then pop drinking high V's. Yeah. Or, no, it was called mm-hmm. hee haw. Yeah, hee haw. You got to say it like that. Uh, yeah. Sorry. So that was a. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't have to say it. Come like on, that. Come on, let's give us a hee haw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> We'll save that for this. We'll save that for another episode. Yeah, I'll work myself okay. up. Um, number nine, creamy dream. <laughs> Some of these soda names are making me uncomfortable. And if you made this one up, oh, uh, uh, Gabe, real... you're you're uh, lagging out for me there, buddy. Oh man. Okay. Try. Hello. My yeah, back. I think you're back now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. totally. No, I'm saying if you made that up, I'm getting real uncomfortable. So who's got a guess? Come on. 
less. I'll okay. take it, just so you don't have to worry about that game. <laughs> uh, that that better be fake. It is fake. You got me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. And finally, number ten, Diet Quist. All right, I'll take the last one, Gabe, yep. and that is uh, fake. Nope, you're wrong. It is real. Diet oh, Quist is another giant brand soda. So, what, can, I get, can I get the spelling on that? Is that Q-U-I-S-T? It is indeed, Q-U-I-S-T. Now, I could have just uh, done regular Quist, but uh, I went with Diet Quist because it just sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I believe Diet Quist is actually. Hmm. Now I have to remind myself. It's. I should have written it down what flavor it is. Um. Fuck. Well. Maybe it's not real. Maybe I did make it up. No, it's right here. Diet Quist. Um, well, this is fun, isn't it? Just listening to me do this. <laughs> I swear it's real. Oh, I guess it is a... No? Mm. Dad quiz and electrolytes. <laughs> Both things we're unsure of. Yeah. Um, it's, I swear it's on this list of sodas that I have. Uh, yeah, it's right here. Yep, it's Dad quiz. Lemon, lemon lime. lime, okay. Mm. All right. Well, that makes me feel <laughs> a little bit better. Um, so it is real. So nobody gets a point for it. So uh, Les is the winner of this segment. And uh, yeah, Les, good job, Wes. Uh, for your prize, you get to say hee-haw. Hee-haw. Oh, there we go. All right. Oh, uh, that was a good one. Well, that was a, a good first segment, I think. Um, Juliet Fizz will forever haunt my dreams. Um, along with hee-haw. Um, and creamy dreamy, or whatever yeah, creamy, that was. creamy dream. Uh, <laughs> it would have been a cream soda. That was what I was picturing it as. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, we're, uh, we're, it's, it's about time to uh, wrap it up. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us on the first episode of The Pepsi Boys, and hopefully what is a long series of episodes of The Pepsi Boys. Um you can find me on twitter at mr e man 69 uh bubba gum simcoe my name is dean uh you can find me on twitter uh my gusto carne and i just want to remind you that electrolytes are real yeah and uh you know less i'm at widowmaker 1138 just like it sounds not too hard not too easy uh don't forget to follow at the Pepsi boys absolutely if you aren't already on there get that in and I'll leave you with a question. If there's not caffeine, is it even really soda? <laughs>